Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Conscious Effort Podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Ryan. I'm Tracy. I'm Justin. <laughs> you sound like, uh, God, who's the guy from Rick and Morty? Is it uh, Poopy Butt or whatever? Or Mr. Poopy Butthole. Mr. Poopy Butthole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, doing all right. Yeah. Guess you could say things are really coming together for me. <laughs> Wow, that did not take long at all. <laughs> it just like went around the room and immediately right off the tracks. Yeah. Now it's a it's it's a special week this week. That's because it's record store day this Saturday. It's uh, April thirteenth. So we're gonna be talking about record store day. What was that fucking thing we were supposed to watch that we said we were gonna talk about? This Damn week? it! Why didn't you bring it up? Love we, and robots. Because we said we were gonna talk about it. I watched it. Yeah. So n- let me guess. You guys didn't do your homework. I remembered it today, but you know what? Uh, uh, I know. The boxer a, uh, thing. I failed. You little shit-ass you, bitches. You could have uh, let us know. Like, a, rem- a reminder would have been nice, you know? Oh, shit. I don't do that. Like, I, I can barely remember what day it is, let alone well, see? reminding yeah. people. I remembered it when I got here. I was like, shit. And oh, then I could have watched it. They're very short, especially yeah. the one. That episode was like 12 minutes. I didn't know. Oh, I is it really? Find it yeah. On Netflix. Okay, I probably could have found 12 minutes. I watched like four of them on accident. Oh wait, this is this a series? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It's a series, but it's it's short little vignettes. Oh okay. Yeah, and they're they're unrelated. It's kind of like Black Mirror a little bit. Oh. I watched Black Mirror. Cool. But, I love uh, Black Mirror. But they're very short, and they're cartoons, but they're. They all have different aesthetics, you know, like yeah. how they look. Like one will be like a hyper realistic CGI, and then another one will be all anime, <clears throat> anime, and then uh, so on and so forth. You can tell they're done by different, completely different people. So, written stories are written by different people. So it's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, I the three it. robots one you'll like. So, w- the the show is called. Death, Love, and Robots. Death, Love, and Robots. Mm-hmm. And the episode that three robots. we didn't watch was I don't know why robots. you had to even bring it up. I was like, maybe he won't remember. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, but we said we were going to do it in the, the last episode. We were going to talk about it. We could we watch it on a smoke it. break on the laptop, legit. All right, yeah, cool. Yeah. You know. I, I will do that. I didn't yeah. realize it was so short, otherwise I would have watched it. It's got me really spooked about activating cats. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, but just the one episode. Yeah, it's funny though, but yet not. Okay, but <laughs> on that a, sounds ominous. On yeah. a on a on a slightly like less ominous note, mm-hmm. you guys can find us at consciousfcreative.com. Oh, that that is ominous. Yeah, smooth segue, bro. I know. <laughs> I I didn't really know what else to do besides just like, well, speaking of something that's not what you just said. If you guys want to find more from us, you can find us at ConsciousEffortCreative.com. You can find us at Facebook.com forward slash ConsciousEffortCreative. You can find us on Instagram at ConsciousEffortCreative.com. And you can email us at ConsciousEffortCreative at gmail.com. I had to try really hard not to throw a .com in there. I, I, was, I was rooting for you. Yeah. And you can He's find not us outside reading smoking this. cigarettes. No, no, I'm just like I'm like staring at the He's ceiling. Looking up at the I'm ceiling. like, let's see, it's there's this and there's that and there's another thing and there's that place and Oh dang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, if you listen to the show on iTunes and you like it, leave a review. That would be really cool. Rate us. Please. Yeah. We would we would love to hear 
uh, all the good things that you have to say about it. Unless it's bad stuff, then just don't. Yeah, just get out of here. I want to hear the bad stuff. <laughs> if you have just, bad things to say, email it to Conscious Effort Creative. Or just send Justin a message. And we'll read it on the show. Or send it, in, send it to Justin in his DMs. And slide slide into in my there. DMs. <laughs> oh. I'm into that. He likes abuse. Mm. <laughs> what the fuck? I am a masochist. All right, well, okay, since we're talking about social media and uh, people sending you shit, I'm just going to do this now. While we were getting ready to do the show, uh, I, got, we were- I got a friend request, so I've got a shout-out to Mud Mahmoodle Hassan. I went and checked out who Mud is. His bio says... I am professional graphic designer, expert in t-shirt and logo and flyer. Just one, though. <laughs> Business card, also just one. Retouching, that's lowercase, and something called image e-dating, which I'm pretty sure is supposed to be image editing, but it's all spelled with E's and not I's. Um, so, if you have any graphic design needs, or uh, t-shirts, logos, flyers, or business Emoj cards. Or e-dating. Right, retouching, or image e-dating, be sure to contact Mud. You can find him. Or if you have one flyer that you need made. You can find him. <laughs> He's one. got an Instagram, Twitter, a, uh, a, a, a port, pol- portfolio, Behance, I don't even know what the fuck that is. <laughs> a LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, um, I'm pretty sure this is all fake. Oh, we've got to uh, we got to look. Says at this he's guy an expert, deep. so it's got to be legit. Where's his? What does Let's he have? Anything in YouTube or on YouTube? Like, he, I fu- I, dude, I'm afraid to click this link. I'm not clicking a YouTube link to mud. Come on, it's just your phone. It doesn't have any personal information on it. <laughs> <laughs> How's mud have, spelled? Uh, capital M, lowercase D. <laughs> I believe that's the abbreviation for Muhammad. Oh, I didn't know that. Now you do. Anyway, well, now I sound really dumb. <laughs> God, we can such cut all this asshole. out. Yeah. I mean, my favorite is just like how he mixes capitals and lowercase. Mm-hmm. So he will have like random words in 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 a saying mm-hmm. and like this word's all capital, and this word's lowercase. And some of his words, the first letter is lowercase, but the rest of the word is all capitalized. It's like he was typing with the caps lock on and didn't realize uh-huh. it. Mm. I mean, okay, this guy can't even edit his own sentences. Do you really <laughs> want him editing? He also can't spell <laughs> professional right. Yeah. Uh, he spelled it propizonal. You really uh, want him editing your propizonal Propizonal. <laughs> the one flyer? Yeah, the one yeah. flyer. Propsonal. <laughs> Uh, Emoji dating. Oh, he could. Well, he can make me a business card. That Image. would be interesting. Do you think Christian Bale would be up, be uh, jealous of that business card? Ryan, you should uh, you should contact him and ask for his best image. <laughs> oh, what if what if we created a fake profile? I want propsonal image. Let's create a pro- a fake profile and friend him, and see if he actually accepts, and tell him that we have a job for him. We want some emojis. People make fake profiles? What? I got a friend request from Ellen DeGeneres today. Seems legit. It's very forceful. Was I declined. It spelled? No, it had her picture and everything. 
Oh. It was E E L L I N. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. It was spelled correctly. It's because D E generous. Degenerate. Every time I declined it, this happened three times. I declined it, and they sent another request. Oh, sorry, that was me. Damn it. <laughs> no, it wasn't. All this time, <laughs> I thought I was friends with Ellen DeGeneres. Oh. Dang it. I mean, you, can't, you could be. I thought you know, she was going to, like, be I'm, friends. I'd say you guys are friends, and you just don't know it yet. Yeah. I thought she saw my memes. I've improved my meme game. Oh, really? Yeah. You've been improving your meme bank game? Meme... God. <laughs> you want to try that again? I, uh, You've I been could, talking I to Mud too much. I professional right about now if I, if I had to try. Uh, no, I was going to ask you if you've been improving your meme game by uh, sharing Tommy Siegel cartoons. Yeah. Um, I found what? way more pages. Huh? What? I have found more meme pages. Oh. It's pretty cool. I think you mean Mimi. Oh, yeah. Mimi's page. <laughs> Mimi page. Uh, pages. If you need... Professional Mimi. <laughs> I am expert. God, I hope we entertain In other people Mimi. than just ourselves. <laughs> uh, it's possible. Yeah, I'd say there's a chance. It's kind of middling performance in that. In that. In that. You know. Do we really do this for anybody else but ourselves, though? No. <laughs> No, we're not really here to entertain you. We're entertaining ourselves. That's why we want people to talk about it so much and like, like review it, even badly, just so it can be entertaining for us. So uh, Ryan, Ryan just wants you to entertain him. Yes, that's the whole point. It's like, oh, how many, how many views did we get? Oh, seven. That's cool. Sweet. So One of us watched it three times. times. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but that was, you know. That was probably Kendall. He listened to it three or four oh, times yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's over there nodding. He's like, we yeah, had to pay him. <laughs> <laughs> we, pay, we pay our intern to watch our podcast or listen to it. He's, he's our own personal clicker. <laughs> fake clicks. That's why he's here so late some nights. Wait, do you think Kendall could be behind the fake Ellen also? If he's the fake clicker? Kendall. He's, he's not denying it. <laughs> Okay. He's got he's got like a <laughs> he's got like an Ellen wig that he puts on <laughs> at night. <laughs> he does this odd dance when anytime there's a you know an R and B song that comes on. So anyway, <laughs> we have record store day stuff. Oh about. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's where's what we're that list? About. I need to look at this list. Yeah, so we we went we got the whole list. I thought you already studied day. the list. I got the it. whole list. I thought you memorized it. Oh god. Kendall, help. Should I throw <laughs> Ryan, Ryan is stuck in his She's chair. Dying. I am. Like, I'm trapped by the mu- microphone. Yeah, no, so, okay. We didn't get the record store day list. Tracy got the record store day list. Yeah, and, uh, I did. We've all been, we've all been uh, flipping through it, looking over things that uh, we think are cool and that we're interested in. Bananarama. That we're going to be looking for. Heck yeah. Louis Ryan Armstrong. didn't flip through it. Bone thugs. Heck yeah. There's some good stuff this year. Um, there was some good stuff last year, too. Uh, a lot of David Bowie, naturally. Yeah, there were two or three last year. Canned Heat. Whoa. That's what I zoomed in on. Captain Beefheart. Trout Mask Replica. <clears throat> you, Their I, only record. Dude, how many I copies? I feel like you really got to uh, like hit that H sound in Captain Beefheart. Beefheart. Because you keep saying... Captain Beef Fart. No, I don't. 
Yeah, you do. That's all I'm hearing. That should yeah. be Tyler's nickname. <laughs> Captain <laughs> Beefheart. Uh, I think you're wrong. Sorry. Hey, did you know this that there's there's a label called Just In Time Records? Neat. <laughs> I'm really excited about the Courtney Barnett release. It's a Record Store Day what? exclusive. I am very excited about the Courtney Barnett release. It's a Record Store Day exclusive. Really? It's a 12-inch. It's called Everybody Here Hates You, and it's limited to 2,000. Dr. Dog. Which isn't too low. Yeah, I was going to ask, what all is everybody looking for this year at Record Store Day? Um, uh, specific things that stuck out to you? Uh, one of the others is Julian Baker's 7-inch. It's a red door and conversation piece. It's also a Record Store Day... Um, well, it's a record store day first, so it'll be easy enough to get later. But and there are also four thousand of those. One second. There you go. Thank you. There's also a Jeff Buckley release called In Transition. I'm very curious about that. It's a record store day exclusive, limited to three thousand. Has there been any information about what's on that? I haven't seen anything. That's a bummer. Yeah. Because um, that could just be like. Extra demos and well, sketches. They're calling it in transition, so you could take that a few different ways. Yeah. About See, the I'm, I'm thinking it's like the non-polished stuff from sketches. Which would be awesome. That would be really cool, but I don't think there's a lot from those sessions that hasn't been released. So it's probably not necessarily anything new. Just I'll, be like I'll raw still tracks. Buy it. About the only sure. thing I would be interested in is anything old. Anything that was originally released on vinyl in the first place. You know, like what? Oh, Captain well, like B John farts. Lennon. Imagine that would be pretty cool to have on vinyl. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, there um, there's a uh, Janis Joplin Woodstock Sunday. Yeah, I saw that. It's a uh, record store day exclusive. I don't know. Stuff like that interests me more than uh, anything that already has a digital release or uh, there is a high also. Res you might be interested in Jethro Tall North Sea Oil 10 inch record yeah. store day exclusive. So there's some David Bowie on here that's pretty cool. Or what's that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles soundtrack? Uh, I put that on my list with a question mark because you said if I see it to get it. So yeah. I don't really it's know. It's an arcade soundtrack. What it's not all a... it is. Oh, speaking of which, oh, didn't really? you didn't yeah. you say there's a uh, Life of Brian soundtrack? Yeah. Coming out yeah. record store day this year as well. Yeah. Devo, that'd be kind of cool. Tyler, you, you said you were interested in the Pelican release. Yeah, yeah. What do you know about there's that? There's two real uh, releases that I'm, I'm looking for this year. Uh, the first one is from a band called Pelican. Uh, they have a 7-inch coming out called Midnight and Mescaline. Um, if you've listened to other episodes of the podcast, you've, you've probably heard me mention their name before. Um, that's a, a record store day limited run, and it says it's a regional focus. I'm hoping I can find one around here because they're from Chicago, so it's not too terribly far away. So I, mm -hmm. I would think we'd still kind of be in that region. Uh, I have some contacts as well, so uh, well, I might be able to. The to gorillas. Like, hey, I should I should try to get a hold of Sugar Records. They're in Chicago. Hey, that's a good idea, actually. Um, the other record I'm looking for is the new Sun album called uh, Life Metal. Um, and that's actually a new release. That's just a record store day first. So oh, I didn't realize that was a new later. release. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a new album, um, and it's just coming out first on record store day. I, I think that's also the case. Later. I think mm. that's also the case with the. You think Teal it's gonna album. doom? Probably. <laughs> 
Yeah, if you don't know who Sun is, the the band's name is S U N N. Um, you'll find it typeset with an O and three parentheses as well, because um, it's typeset like the old Sun brand, mm-hmm. like the logo. For yeah, the, for the, those of you, they're what very did the experimental. Brand make? For those of you who don't, oh, they know. made uh, get, guitar amps and cabs. No, they made more than that. They made PA. They well, they made mixing. What are boards. they known for? Yeah, they're known for making really fucking loud. Particularly amps. Particularly in the Doom community, well, they're known for making really fucking loud amps. Yeah, and PA. I mean, you could even buy like separate horns and, and subs. Anyway, uh, what I was getting at is that this boards, band, sound mixing boards. they use a lot of old Sun equipment. <laughs> their their whole shtick is that they're uh, really fucking loud. It's like drone metal. I think they even did mm-hmm. theater sound, too. <laughs> for like movie theaters. Stop. So anyway, I'm looking for the new Stop Sun it. record. Uh, if you it. happen to come across the Sun PA, though, give Ryan a call. Like <laughs> hey, I, I'd be interested. Mm-hmm. They used to use electro voice speakers, so yeah, why not? They had a bunch of really Does weird Does it cams. doom, though? I mean, I, pr- I probably could, you know. All right. I don't think... I'm I think in. we've been to this before. I don't think Ryan quite understands the whole, like, doom thing. Yeah. Oh, I've picked up on it. Oh, you have? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's evolving. Drone metal bullshit. No. What you're talking about. Well, I mean... <laughs> I mean, and this, actually, actually, in this case, yes, that is what I'm talking That's, about. Yes, like, I know. <laughs> doomy, gloomy drone metal. Yes. Drone metal bullshit. You sound like an old dad. I am. Oh shit! He's just like this song has no chorus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no hook. Which I mean, it doesn't. It's, it's we're all just gonna play the same riff for fifteen minutes. Yeah, pretty that's much. A, that's a thing. Yep. <sighs> it's a process. <laughs> okay. Whatever hey, look, you say. Every <laughs> album can't be Taylor Swift or Maroon Five, Ryan. Oh, why not? Because because they be already exist. Yeah, that'd be boring as fuck. Oh, I see your point. Yeah. Not, not going to be as fun to mix, though. Though, I don't know. Taylor, that Taylor Swift, a couple of those Taylor Swift records are probably tedious. Anyway. Yeah. Maroon 5 um, would probably be fun. Uh, other Record Store Day releases uh, that caught there's, my eye. There's a Frank Zappa record called The Guitar World According to Frank Zappa. Uh, that's also a Record Store Day first, so if you, if you don't find it on Record Store Day, you can probably find it afterward. You know they're doing a Frank really Zappa hologram tour? A what? A Frank Zappa hologram tour. Yeah. It's actually his, his children that are doing it. Oh, uh, Dweezil? Dweezil. Dweezil and Ahmet. I think it's just Ahmet, really. Hmm. I didn't know he had a son named Ahmet. Yeah. He's got like 20 kids. Yeah. I just knew, I just knew Dweezil and Moon Unit. Nope, Ahmet. Hmm. But, yeah, he actually kind of... Ahmet actually looks more like Frank than uh, Dweezil. Yeah. Oh, really? By a lot. Dweezil looks like uh, he should be your waiter at Olive Garden. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> oh, and he had that f- terrible amplifier. Remember that? He played like a Fuchs? No, no. PV actually made made a custom amplifier for him. When was this? Oh, this has been recent? No, this oh. is like 2006 or so. Why was it terrible? Oh. Uh, just look at look it up. You'll see what I'm talking about. He's he's a really <laughs> talented guitarist. Uh, I I enjoy watching him play. This thing looked like the the head actually looked like the dash of a like like an old fifties car, and it came in different colors. Mm. It was solid state, had like mm. a, a special Dweezil Zappa distortion circuit built into it, and apparently these things just sounded like trash. You said it was PV amp. I'm pretty sure. 
Was it called Wiggy? Yes. Oh boy. Yes. PV Wiggy 100 watt 212 guitar half stack. What? Yes. I'm pulling it up on reverb. Hang on. Wow, that's hideous. I told you. That looks like the Dan Electro pedals in amp form. Yes. Oh, no. Yes. And apparently they just sound terrible. It it does look like an old, like, 57 Chevy dashboard. Yeah. It was actually, it was, like, special, like, for his one of his big tours that he was doing. Okay. And he actually did okay. tour with these things. They're just hideous. Okay, so I'm going to interrupt because I've just found something on the Record Store Day list. There is a, le- a release from the Vitamin String Quartet mm-hmm. on Record Store Day. And uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say most people probably know the Vitamin String Quartet from back when you were trying to find your favorite song online and download it. <laughs> only to find out that, no, it's just a cover from the Vitamin String Quartet. Oh, nice. How many people ran into that one? Never. Whatever. <laughs> I didn't. Whatever, Ryan. Well, you got to realize, like I, I'm from the CD generation. I didn't actually. I, I, I don't think I've ever. You never did Kazaa. No, I. Oh yeah, I did that. Well, not Kazaa. It was uh, LimeWire. LimeWire, Napster. Yeah, I got that. banned from Napster for downloading one by Metallica. Yeah, that was a thing. What was the other one? No one can see this, but I'm shaking my fist silently. Yeah, yeah, there were there were like there were two groups that were really adamant against like against Napster, <coughs> and there was uh, yeah, who was the other one? It wasn't like U two or something. It like doesn't that. matter because they're not U2. relevant anymore. Because fuck them. I think it was U two actually. That sounds about right. Sure. Well, and then they put their album on your phone without asking. Yeah, they did, and I didn't listen to it. All I remember about so that nope, that era was making the like burning the CDs right, and noticing an obvious difference between the encoding of various ones. I had this one mix CD that had uh, a really good copy of uh, Locomotive Breath, and then immediately after was a really poorly encoded clo- uh, copy of American Woman, <laughs> and it was just oh, it had to have been like a <laughs> eighty-five kbps uh, encode because it was Ooh, just that's terrible. terrible. Yeah, that's well, like fucking listening to music through a phone. Like, but I mean, I mean, like, like on, like, if you're on hold. Oh yeah, it just like sounded. You call the the utility company and they put you on hold and they're playing re- it through the the headset. It was bad enough that you could actually notice it in the car. So I would like, I would skip it. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I would like skip it because it sounded so trashy. And Probably plus, sounded like uh, old ringtones whenever they first started trying to yeah. make those. Yeah. And, and, well, and plus the next song was, uh, what was Van Halen's first single? Uh, you really got me. No. Running with the devil. Mm, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. But I thought running with running with the devil was the first one. But yeah, I remember Maybe. I, I had that know. one on that disc too. I just named the first song. <laughs> first one you of could think of. Yeah. My favorite Van Halen song is probably Dance Panama. the Night Away. Nope. <laughs> just because of the intro. It's so Can you guess what my favorite one is? Oh yeah. Just like that. Dude, there's uh-huh. a sound, sound just like him, don't I? There is a used live album coming out. <laughs> oh. on Record Store Day. A used? The used. The band the oh. used, yeah. Oh. They're releasing a live record. I thought you meant a used album by live. No. 
I was like, I I know it's very. Is it just convenient. one copy? Yeah. They just used one. two thousand. It's, it's of extremely them so they limited. Can sell yeah. them. One. <laughs> it was played once by Frank Zappa. <laughs> so something cooler than the record that Frank you just Zappa's mentioned. Frank Zappa's release is uh, the used live album according to Frank Zappa. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I interrupted. This is perfect. Anyway, I was going to mention the Bob Dylan release. It's Blood on the Tracks, original, the original New York test pressing. What is that? It's a RSD exclusive, limited to 7,500. So you said this is a test pressing? Yes. It's the original New York test pressing. Blood on the Tracks. So for those listening, it was Blood on the Tracks an album that was yes. previously released by Bob yes. Dylan? Okay, so these are kind of like, would these be like the equivalent of like demos or... Uh, yeah, that'd be my best guess. Yeah, because otherwise I'm not sure why you would release the test pressing of the finished record. Cash grab. I don't know, but it's Bob Dylan and <coughs> He's it's got nothing new to RSD release exclusive. And, and even if he did, he sounds like Cookie Monster now. Shut up. Oh, Even though it didn't really sound that good to begin with. Uh, Ryan, that there's a... That opinion is uh, not allowed. Chad Smith it and is. Josh Klinkoff are released. Meh. It's Chili Peppers. Yeah, I know. Meh. Yeah. Ryan doesn't, Ryan doesn't care about anything. But 311. If you haven't noticed, uh, oh, the majority of all of our conversation see, has been know. like, hey, here's something to talk about. And then it gets to Ryan. And Ryan's like, yep, nah. don't know anything about that. But here's something totally different. About 311. <laughs> yeah, this is good. Final hey. records? Yeah, not interested in it. But, uh, you know, I once bought CDs. <laughs> I, did, I, I used to burn CDs for myself yeah. with shitty encoding on them. Yeah, I did. Final, not interested. 85 kilobytes per second? Yeah, I know what that's like. Hey, you guys want to talk about this other thing that I want to talk about? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm trying to be involved, but i just not interested. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Barber does the Conscious Effort podcast against all good sense. I want, I want old vinyl. That's what I want. I have old vinyl, but I don't have anything to play them on. You don't have a record player? Sounds like what you really want is Turntable? a record player. They you make can get a pretty still? decent one. They do, actually. I know they do. Audio Technica. I mean, you probably only want an old one, but but like an, a one that was like originally. Ryan on, wants a Ryan wants a record player record that was originally player. released on vinyl. He he mm. wants he just wants a phonograph. Just, well, I would just, like I would just like that to be nasty I, horn. <laughs> Can you imagine listening to Breakfast in America on one of those? I bet you it's excellent. <laughs> I doubt it. It'd probably ruin oh. it though. He wants some old wax cylinder Dude, shit. Dude, I might actually have a copy of that record at home. What, Breakfast in America? Stu- yeah. Super Tramp? I yeah. do too. Somewhere. Someone At some point, someone reorganized the basement and my all my records got moved. I had a <gasps> stack this tall. You had oh. them stacked? Yes. Oh, God. Well, whatever. How else do you get the warps out of them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have any place to put them. And well, at least all his records have are from standing like 1943. Upright in a row. Also, if you're worried about warps, do not sit your records stacked up on your kitchen chair for a long time. Oh. Hey, <laughs> that sounds like personal experience talking. And so then I just stacked them up on the kitchen table for a long time because you know I had to set them on something flat to you know there you get go. out the warps. Oh. oh yeah, is that how it works? Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, exactly no. how it works. S- sit them next to a heater. Mm-hmm. Were they dirty yeah. and you put them in the dishwasher? Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not tried to dishwash them just yet. Yeah. No, I, uh, I I do, however, keep my favorite ones in in the in the freezer to keep them nice and fresh. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Preserve the quality. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> Our listeners probably think we're morons. Hey, other cool. We are so other cool record day releases. Uh, Justin, you mentioned this one. How uh, stupid can we sound on this episode? <laughs> My Chemical Romance, The Black Parade is dead. I don't know what this is just yet, but uh, I'm curious. Um, yeah, about I'm kind of curious. It's a two LP. It's record store day exclusive. So if so you don't this- get it on Saturday, then you're gonna play quadruple the price on Discogs. Yeah. So is this like is the, the Black Parade is dead? Is that like the the record after the Black Parade? I don't know. The that's, band's yeah, that's what I'm curious. Yeah, about. the band's been broken up for a long time, and it does not give a uh, quantity. There's no quantity listed. I'm hoping that it's like an acoustic album or something. Yes, yeah, so I'm not. I'm not sure yeah. what on earth that is. Hopefully not live, or it's just miraculously a happy record. They were terribly li- terrible live. Franz Ferdinand was that way. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. That's kind of a shame because there were some Franz Ferdinand I kind of like. Yeah, me too. I, I watched a couple live shows and just <laughs> the music was good, just the singing was terrible. Yeah, Fall Out mm. Boy was the same way. Oh really? Yeah, I could see that. Dude's got a great voice, but in the studio. Yeah. Well, kind of, I guess it maybe it depends on when you caught them on the tour. Yeah, maybe. maybe the first show was better than the than the last one. <laughs> but I'm <laughs> like talking like live broadcasts. Oh, you know, like woof. Maybe Woof. maybe warm up before you go out there yeah. or something. Get you some of that singer's secret yeah, spray yeah. stuff. Yeah. We used to sell Drink a, some throat coat sell tea. Sell a bunch of that stuff at, at Guitar Center, man. It's snake oil. I mean, I don't know. I never used it, so I don't know. But people swore by it. We'd get like a whole big old box of it, and it'd be gone in a week. Placebo, up, placebo effect. effect. Yep. Same thing with like those brass slides for, uh, for lap steel. Yeah, you know, a little you put it between mm-hmm. your fingers. We would get a big old box of those, and they'd be gone. I have, I have like a brass slide. Well, these are ones that you put between your fingers for like doing the oh the uh, the thingy yeah. lap uh, steel thing or pedal steel. I'm gonna interrupt again, Justin. Earlier, you mentioned the Life of Brian, the the Monty Python <laughs> release for Record Store Day. Uh, I looked that up. It's a picture disc, um, but it's a. Uh, Limited edition vinyl picture disc version of the Monty Python's Life of Brian soundtrack, mastered at Abbey Road Studios. Abbey. Abbey Road Studios. Comes with new artwork and unseen material from the Monty Python archive. So it's not just a, you know, a dialogue thing? I don't, I don't recall. No, that. and you, you asked that earlier, like, if it was just the the dialogue from the film and I don't think so like I that's what I would prefer actually because really the, the soundtrack is it's just going to be I like, mean orchestral so stuff what I will say is that I I've not seen that Monty Python film mm-hmm. so perhaps that is the soundtrack right there's no contemporary music in it it's, right it's I mean uh, there because the, you there guys were explaining to me earlier sing-alongs it's in it right yeah so uh, but well, mostly mostly it's just like studio orchestra. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I'd be, I mean, it's it's an interesting idea, I guess. I'd like to hear it, but I'm not gonna go wait in line and. <laughs> yeah. You know, it. I got I got bit on a soundtrack once. I won't. Yeah, I won't say bit, but it was, was this Spice World? It's different than what I hoped. I got the Bob's Burger soundtrack. Yeah, like the limited edition <laughs> Bob's one. Bob's Burger. Is it all Gene's songs? It's just one. No, it's all just, the songs. Just one <laughs> burger. <laughs> Bob's Burger, the one. Hey, <laughs> totally, am, totally different. Show. I am propitional. <laughs> totally different show, not the one you're thinking of. But totally I different. I am propitional. Bob Burger. <laughs> this is, you know, this, this, this is on that free satellite stuff that you, they get in the Middle East. 
That's what that is. It's Bob's mm-hmm. Burger. Bob Burger. <laughs> you know. Bob Burger. It's, it's, it's written in cray. It's drawn in crayon. Mm-hmm. You know. The it's, R it's, is only, it's only it's at like Bob. <laughs> Bob it's, Burger. It's like it's like fifteen frames a second. <laughs> uh, now, there's there's no dialogue. It's almost like a silent movie. So I got the Bob's Burger. Uh, you soundtrack. still drop that S. I know, I know. <laughs> Are you just trying to be a dick? But no, it just it sounds weird to say it in the sentence where like I got the Bob's Burgers soundtrack. It's like it's 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 two S's back to back. You just slow down a little bit. No, I, I can't. If I if I say it any slower, I'll trip over myself. I got the Bob's Burgers. <laughs> I got the soundtrack. Bob's Burgers soundtrack. Suckers. I mean, it would so have what was on the soundtrack? Let's let's cut to the, the chase S, here. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's so get to the point. There's shall all we? those. There's all the the all the songs, all the jingles from each episode. Oh really? Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, fuck off. Um, no, I'm saying, jingles. like, oh, really? I, oh, I thought curious. you were just being, being, being like, oh, oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> there's jingles? Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. No, no I, I, was, I thought you were just being a dick. I mean, no, I could, I so can. much hostility in here. I was hoping <laughs> that they would be releases of those songs from each of them. Uh-huh. Uh, they really are just, like, the, the 10, 15-second clips that they play oh. in the episodes. So it's an album of, like... I don't know, 50, 60 tracks that are all probably like 15 seconds It's long. just an album of Eugene Merman jerking off into a microphone for <laughs> 70 minutes. So it's like, there's something really catchy that you're like, oh, I like that. It's and like it'll, when it'll you're yeah, like, it's over. Yeah, and you're like, all right, next song. Like when you're oh, writing, I don't like that. And it's time for the Thanksgiving episode. Oh, yes. Like when you're writing around. Pass the cranberry sauce. Having mashed potatoes. Ooh, the turkey looks great. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for being there. Everybody thanking. So anyway, I I was going to say something. uh, You got got steamrolled. It's not really going to be a good joke anymore, but I was... I'm saying this because Bridget's going to tell me that I should have talked. It's like when you're driving around with somebody and they can't pick a song and they're just like, they listen to like the first 20 seconds and you start to get into it and they change it. It's like over and over. But like 50 times. Oh, I love this song. And then they turn it on and 15 seconds later, they're like, oh, oh, I love this one. And it's just that for 30 minutes. No, this isn't the song I was looking for. Let me try again. Oh, this isn't the one I thought it was. And then they find the one they're looking for and you're like, "Mm, no. (laughs) You hit the button. So yeah, hopefully... The Life of Brian soundtrack is what you guys hope it is. And yeah. it's not uh, just the orchestral music in the background behind all the narration. I mean, that would be cool for something else, but yeah, I'm not going to wait in line for that. Although, to be fair, I'm not waiting in line for any of these. I was going to say, you're not waiting in line. you got to work. But if anybody listening spots the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Bots. Huh? Spots. 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 He is professional. I am professional. <laughs> Spiker. I spike professionally into the micropon. <laughs> okay, so it's all. That was actually. You Justin. need expert? That was actually Justin on the thing. That stuff. It was. <laughs> Oops. Requests. I've been outed. Yeah, anybody spots the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, record? Pick is that, that like that the arcade soundtrack, or is that like that's the what movie I was reading? Soundtrack? No clue. I, I don't care. I, I looked it up. I was curious too. Mm. Uh, I was kind of hoping that well, the the first Ninja Turtles didn't have a whole lot of music in it. 
Like, I hope it's arcade. But the second one... Because I like a lot of that stuff. The second one actually had some decent tunes. Mm-hmm. You know, Ninja Rap. Come on. So. I'm, uh... <laughs> I'm interested in Give us in a little this. taste. Ninja. Ninja. Rap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested a, in the uh, WTF compilation with Mark Marin. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, so what is, is that, that what supposed that to be? Is that, for? that I think stuff it's, from his it's like show? He, it's like, yeah, well, it's like him jamming with some of the guests that he's had on the show, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's he, actually a really good guitarist. Yeah, I knew I knew he played. He, like, there are, like, uh, licks and stuff that he puts on his podcast sometimes. Does he still have a TV show? Um, if he I does, he doesn't so. talk about it. You talking about Marin? Mm-hmm. I don't think, the, like, the show Marin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had on FX? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Oh, that's too bad. I'm hoping the Bill Hicks release has some tunes on it too. I was just getting ready to say that he was because also I a really good here. guitarist. Yeah, because I I was scrolling through here and the the two that caught my eye were High on Fire. They mm-hmm. have a uh, 12 inch single they're releasing on Record Store Day, and then right above that on the list is uh, Bill Hicks, and that released is called Revelations Variations. It's a double LP. It's a Record Store Day first, thousand uh, copies. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Finding out what's in it. There was a there was a documentary, uh I guess kind of a documentary. It was it was more of like a pastiche of uh interviews with him and home footage and stuff. Like after he found out that he had pancreatic cancer. Mm-hmm. He went on tour. He didn't really tell anybody except people who were really close to him that he was dying. And he went on tour and, and just like played as many clubs as he could and tried to hone his craft a little further. But in between like segments in that documentary, there's, there's footage of him like jamming with people or just playing by himself. And it's really good. Hmm. Really, really good. Anything else cool that anyone's looking for on uh, record store day? I'm kind of disappointed. There's, there's a couple no of Prince releases. One's You're a disappointed cassette. There's no Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think I saw any Zeppelin. You said there's a couple Prince releases? Yeah, one's a cassette, one's a double LP. Mm. There's uh, also a Soccer Mommy 12-inch. It's a record store day first. Ryan, did you ever listen to any uh, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer? Oh, yeah. They have a uh, live record coming out on record store day. It's from uh, live at Pocono International Raceway. It's from uh, 1972. It's a double LP. 72, huh? Yeah, that's a record store day exclusive. means they had the ARP out there. Did I mention Wait, 2000 copies? <laughs> did I mention the Morrissey 7 inch? It's oh, wow. a record store day limited run of 1000. God, you got to get out of here. Who? Yeah, Morrissey has Morrissey. to get out of here. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean. There's a uh, the Doors release inch. for the record store day. Yeah, I saw that. It's London a- Fog, it's a 10 inch uh, vinyl. Record store day exclusive, limited to 11,000 copies worldwide is what the the more info says. Hmm. Is it 11,000 or 1,100? I don't know. The more info said 11,000. That's crazy. That's an awful lot. But 11,000 is about the right number of people who want that. But, okay, yeah, so there is no quantity listed on the list itself. If Proud you uh, like dive into it, into the more info section, it says 11,000. He's fucking chuckling. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's doing that, that gorilla walk because he's got to poop. Yeah, it was a Cheech funny. and Chong up in smoke seven inch. Yeah, Cheech and Chong's they they started out making uh, skits, kind of like Adam Sandler did with uh, his mm-hmm. stuff, where these things were not actually movies; they were uh, 
just records you could buy. That's how Cheech and Chong got started. They actually played songs and stuff, stupid songs. <laughs> Tommy Chong would play guitar, and Cheech Marin would be on drums and sing. <laughs> it's funny. Honestly, I think probably about the only other thing that uh, uh, kind of caught my eye was the uh, Dr. Dre, nothing but a G thing, 12-inch. See, at first, I would kind of buy that. Really? At first, I was thinking, yeah. like, why? why would you want hip-hop on vinyl? Because of the... The bass lines and stuff would be pretty weak. In the ah. and all that. But then again, I'm thinking, you know, that's an early Dr. Dre. But then again, also, uh, the Gorillas, I saw that on there. I, the I like a lot of the instrumentation. I a could, lot of that old, like, G-Funk <clears throat> kind of stuff. I could see myself listening to that Gorillas record on vinyl. I think that would be pretty cool. There's just something about their music that I think fits vinyl. Yeah. You know? I could see that, yeah. Uh, but, like, I... It's kind of like, I don't think I'd want to listen to 311 on vinyl. That doesn't make any sense to me, you know. But listening to uh, Bruno Mars on vinyl makes sense. Yeah, it definitely kind of depends, I think. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hold on. There it is. Tiny Tim, live at the Royal Albert Hall. Hmm. Holy shit. Somebody snag that, too, if they find it. Tiny Tim, live at the Royal Albert Hall. Double LP, it's a Record Store Day exclusive. It does not say how many copies there are. Not a lot of people know this, but I love Tiny Tim. God bless us, everyone! <laughs> oh, different Tiny Tim? Did you say yes. 2,000? Oh, no, it does not say. Oh, shit. I hate when they do that. Uh, so, Mr. Tiny Tim fan. Yes. What's your favorite Tiny Tim song? Oh, um, obviously... Tiptoe through the tulips. Although, I like his version of um, Earth Angel that he did. I think it was on the Ed Sullivan show. It's fucking creepy. Oh, like really? In the, like in the middle of the song, as he's singing, he's like pantomiming, like he's pinning someone down on the ground, and he keeps tossing the mic between his hands, and whichever hand is not holding the mic, he's punching the ground with. Like he's beating this person in the face. That's very disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so, my uh, my interest in Tiny Tim is somewhat musical because he was a really good musician. I really love his falsetto. But also, he was a fucking really eccentric person. Um, like, there, there are interviews with him where he was on the Howard Stern show. He went on there all the time. Hmm. Um and talked about how, like, he had this uh, this weird. He he didn't really consider it weird, but he had this thing where uh, he didn't like wearing underwear because, like, you wash it and it's still not clean. So he wore adult diapers, not because he was p- pissing and shitting himself because like, they were he disposable. Had, yeah, he had no he had no issues with incontinence, so far as I know, but. He liked the idea of having disposable underwear. So, yeah. Like, uh. lots, just any, anyone who's interested in some, like, just that a sounds really... sounds kind of like an obsessive-compulsive disorder. He, yeah, he, had, he had OCD. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so you're saying this guy probably didn't get laid very much. Uh, I mean, he had a really clean asshole, maybe. Um, you can, maybe. You can, clean butt, maybe. If you know. If you would like maybe. to know about his sex life, you should listen to some interviews with him on the Howard Stern Show, because uh. obviously that came up. 
Huh. Um, like, not a lot of interest. Really? Although he did, he did have, uh, he did have <coughs> some, I, I think he was married twice. Although I think his second marriage was not ever consummated. Hmm. Hmm. But yeah, super interesting guy. Um, Sounds interesting. Also, he... I want to see this video that you're talking about. Also, he was an, an, uh, like a music historian and archivist. Hmm. So a lot, of the, a lot of the songs that he played on his ukulele, uh, like Tiptoe Through the Tulips and stuff like that, were like old classics mm-hmm. that he was trying to reinvigorate. Um, yeah. Huge, huge knowledge of early American music history. Mm-hmm. Very interesting guy. Well, not to like. Anyway, I'm, gonna, I'm no, 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 no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in with like Pull my little, Ryan. my little bit of Tiny Tim, but it's not nearly as um, like enlightening. Uh, I just really like the song "Living in the Sunlight." Oh yeah, yeah. Because it was for all, you know, all whatever the bothers you never bothers me. Yeah. I feel happy and fine. Yeah. I love that song. It's like, a great song. Yeah, it's so catchy and fun to listen to. It was. It was in the early... This is, this is the part where he goes, like, anyway, here's something else. I think it was in some of the early uh, Mickey Mouse stuff, too. Oh, really? Yeah, like Steamboat Willie. I, think I it, could, I think you know, I could kind of see that. I could see that kind of being in Steamboat Willie. Mm-hmm. Did anybody ever watch that uh, documentary about Walt Disney from on PBS? And how cutting-edge Disney was in animation? I mm-hmm. don't know if I've seen, like, the exact documentary you're talking about, but I have seen documentaries... Um, about their animation process mm. and how you know advanced they were for the time. It's a good watch. It's kind of long though. That dude's still on ice, right? Didn't they resurrect him? Resurrect his head and put it on a robot to to free the free Cuba or destroy Cuba or something? Oh, are you talking I, about Futurama? <laughs> I thought he was talking about Fallout New Vegas, but no, I, it was some. It, I, it might, was it not? Kindles. You're like a toddler over there, just like, what is going on? Where am I? This, this, it was on some TV show. It might have been Robot Chicken. It mm. was Robot Chicken. Okay. Where they they thought out Walt Disney's head, and he was like super against communism, so they put his head on this robot. And also racist. Yeah, he's very racist on there. <laughs> no, it was Robot Chicken, sorry. Okay, so wait. I do recall that now. I'm going to backpedal now. Uh. Which one deteriorated <laughs> your brain more? Watching all of Ren and Stimpy, watching all of Rick and Morty, watching all of Robot Chicken. I didn't watch all of Robot Chicken. You didn't watch all of any of the other ones either. <laughs> I'm going to still say probably Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. Ren and Stimpy worse it's, than watching a, a probably, bunch of Robot Chicken? It's probably a tie between Ren and Stimpy and South Park. No. I only made it through like a season and a half of South Park. I made it through like two seasons of Ren and Stimpy. Did anyone, so. did anyone notice what he just did? I gave him three options and he was just like... Mm, yeah, anyway, here's a fourth option that you didn't mention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I live in my own world. <laughs> God, what can I say? <laughs> I'm barely following most of this conversation, I must say. Well, hey, how about we review your uh, 12-minute episode of your show? Yeah, you should. And then, uh, and then we'll wrap up. I, I like this. All right. So we just watched Three Robots. What was your take? Yeah, so this is, this is the show Love, Death, and Robots. We watched episode uh, two. I is is really interesting. Like I didn't, I had no idea what to expect going into it. Um, actually, what I th- thought it was kind of going to be was more of like a almost kind of like a silent film sort of thing, and not like 
not like old timey silent film, but I I didn't expect there to be dialogue, dialogue and uh-huh. I did not expect the dialogue to be humorous. <laughs> yeah. Um, so very quickly I was like, oh, this is way different than what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Uh, and they're not all humorous that way. Uh, as uh, I said, well, it's... it was funny, but it was also got kind of dark for yeah. A, yeah. a short bit. But which... funny dark. Yeah. You know? So so yeah. to explain what the episode is, like it's uh, it's these robots. They're go they're, they're taking a like a sightseeing tour of like a post apocalyptic city. Like all the humans have died mm-hmm. and they're going back and they're sightseeing like all these things that humans used to use and used to do and places they used to go. Behold the entertainment sphere. It's a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Just bounce it, you fucking pussy. Yeah. You got an off button? What do I do with it? You know, boing boing. <laughs> But the part with the cat, this, which oh, is why I, perfect. which is why I wanted Tracy to watch yeah. it because I knew that she Act, would love activating that. the cat. <laughs> Maybe you should just, you know, stroke its keratinous follicles fibers. with your fibers yeah. with with your hand and see what happens. And Maybe what's, what's funny is the little red robot knows everything that's going to happen. Right? Yeah, like he already knows. <laughs> oh God! Well, he I said, think you've activated it. He said know, he's never seen one of them live before. Mm-hmm. He also knew that there used to be a game called <clears throat> Exploding Kittens. <laughs> I like at the out. end, the cat starts talking, but it's still acting very cat-like. It, uh-huh. it like goes over and it's like, well, I didn't say that. And then like rubs up against Spoilers, the person just man. like a cat. Oh, Well, yeah, I didn't say what they said he was responding to. Yeah. Hey, if everybody else did their homework better than we did, they've already seen it. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. The Dunsint yeah. it. Dun, sent it. I urge everybody to watch it. Very good. You know, uh, yeah. all the episodes I thought were pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm the really first, interested to see the other. Episodes the first now. one was my favorite because of the the strong twist at the end. Now that I know there's a twist. Yeah, but it, it comes out of nowhere, completely out of yeah, nowhere. Yes, so you won't know where it's going to happen. Yeah, but I'll be trying Except to guess the, the twist end. the whole time. You won't. You'll be like, "Is this the twist? You, is you, this the twist? You really won't. <laughs> is you, this where the twist happens? Yeah. No, I did. I, I want to watch more of it. Veiled reference. Yes. How many uh, episodes are there? Oh, of Love, Death, and there's a Death bunch of robots. Them. But like I said, they're all pretty short. I don't think. Yeah, any the of them one we watched was about like eleven minutes. I don't think any of them exceeded like uh, thirty minutes, forty-five may- minutes, maybe. Oh, really? Yeah, I think they're all. Pretty so there short. are some that are longer than the one we watched. There's one that's like five minutes. It's called Helping Hand. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch that one, mm-hmm. Justin? That one's pretty freaky. Yeah. So these are kind of like that's one uh, of the darkish ones. Mm-hmm. These are kind of like, uh, like all over the place, and and what you were saying is that each episode is is different in that it has different characters. Uh, there's a different story. Yeah, different animation styles. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So. <coughs> no, I I really dig it. That was really cool. Yeah. I liked how it was very uh, comic booky, like yeah. some of some of the places where it would stop for a second, it almost looked like a panel. You know, like right. it's almost like could have been from a it's almost like novel. an animated mm-hmm. graphic novel. Yeah, that's yeah. really that's really the style I think they were going for for all of them. So mm-hmm. I dig it. It's a good show. I'm hoping that they do more. I mean, it's Netflix. They'll probably do another season and cancel it. Yeah, just, just pull the rug out from underneath their subscribers once again. I mean, they it canceled all the Marvel stuff. Yeah, that too. I mean, they have to. They're co- they're spending so much money on original content. It's insane, and at the same time, dumping all the the stuff that people actually want to watch. I mean, the upside though to producing original content is you don't have to pay licensing fees to Oh yeah. to re-air it. Like mm-hmm. you own it and you created it once. Yeah. So it's kind of like you we we got this one-time fee and it's going to cost us up front to produce mm-hmm. it, 
But then we can host it forever. But all, but all the shows that they're canceling, and then they, yet they bring back the OA. I mean, come on. I don't know. What the fuck is the OA? Uh, it's kind of like... Uh, it started out really cool. It's kind of like a sci-fi, spooky kind of show. Hmm. Uh, started out really cool and then ended really badly. But they just released the second season. I'm like... I never I'm watched gonna it. I'm going to watch it, but I'm not going to be happy about it. I've seen people <laughs> say that it's really good. <clears throat> I mean, maybe the second season is. I don't know. I just didn't like the way the first one ended. Because wow. I was all hyped up. And then just... Oh. Well, I suggest uh, they just make more Love, Death, and Robots. Yeah, that, and, that's, uh, that's If you've not hope. seen Love, Death, and Robots, check it out. We recommend it. Uh, it's really cool. Uh, I'm sure we'll probably be watching more of it now. Yeah. That, that one was actually funnier the second time, I felt. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, you notice, it notice it a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know. I'm going to actually try to get that uh, snapshot of the robot with the cat and make that my profile picture. <laughs> nice. Because I like nice. it. <laughs> well, on that note, we'll see you guys next time. If, uh, if, you, if you watch this episode, you like it, let us know. Um, if you've got other episodes that you recommend us check out, uh, let us know. Yeah, we'll watch them because we have nothing better to do when we're not talking to you. That's right. <laughs> if you want to talk about Tiny Tim, slide into my DMs. <laughs> Yeah. Get up in there. He's got anecdotes. He's got Tiny Tim anecdotes for days. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And no one to talk about with. Talk with. About them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh Yep. Maybe maybe Alexa will talk with you about Tiny Tim. Yeah. Hey, maybe. Okay, Google. Talk like a legend, but about Tiny Tim. (laughs) Yeah. Have John Legend sing. You can have Alexa wake you up with Tiny Tim. Oh, oh my god, we're, we're falling apart. We gotta we're get having off strokes air. left and right up in here. <laughs> you smell that? Yeah, burnt toast. Gas. Oh, <laughs> oh, burnt toast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, you can do that. It's pretty cool. <laughs> who wants to watch? Tell to listen Alexa to, a- to talk tiny to you. <laughs> <laughs> Tiptoe through the tulips. That's where I'll be. Just tiptoe through the tulips. With me. You don't even know the song. No, I don't. You rube. Sorry.